Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. We are officially in spring. And one thing we know spring for is spring cleaning. So today I want to talk about spring cleaning your life. Let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. The other day, I was listening to a professional home organizer because I was curious about how to better organize my house, how to do a spring cleaning as we are entering officially the springtime. Even though I have to be honest, I don't know why we do this in spring when the only thing that I want to do right now is to get outside and be outside of my house and not have more excuses that tie me to stay indoors. Um, But maybe it's just because we are in the middle of a pandemic. But anyways, I was listening to this home organizer. And as I was listening to her, I told myself, you know, this same structure that we apply to declutter our homes, to clean our homes, we can apply in other areas of our life or on our lives themselves. So what I want to do today is to talk about this concept of spring cleaning your life. This is going to be my theme, my personal theme for the month of April. So I use the analogy that each year is a book that has 12 chapters, and I name every chapter of that book. Um, And every month I find a title for that chapter, which is the theme that I want to focus on that month. And for the month of April, the title of chapter four of this 2021 book is Spring Clean Your Life. And I want to share with you what I'm thinking about and what I'm planning to do this month of April. This is an exercise, uh, what I'm about to share with you, that I do always at the end of every year in preparation for the new year. And some aspects of what I'm sharing today with you, I do on a monthly basis. But I think that for some people can feel overwhelming to do this every month. And I think it does make sense to do this every quarter, maybe, or at the beginning of the year. And now is a great time as a way to spring clean your life, to do this um, six-step process, if you will, that I'm going to share with you today that is going to help you create momentum and remove rob logs and feel less stress and feel less overwhelmed because we all feel overwhelmed. Um, I feel, uh, maybe it's just me, I hope it's not just me, 
But there's so many things going on in our lives, I think, for anyone in the world in which we live today. And on top of that, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. I keep telling myself that we are entering month 16th of 2020, and I still have hope that 2021 is coming. Uh, but this is our reality. And I feel that now more than ever, uh, we are more susceptible to feel stressed and overwhelmed. And that is not the best way to live our lives. And I think there is a better way. And this spring clean process can really help you reduce that stress and that overwhelm and refocus your priorities and really tune with those priorities and live a more fulfilling life in the next quarter of this year. So um, I believe that we have been trained to focus on an outside-in perspective to things, to always keep learning, keep adding goals, keep pushing harder, doing more things. But I think that we sometimes need to change our perspective to more of an inside-out perspective. And that is exactly what this spring cleaning six-step approach is all about. So the first step in spring cleaning your life is doing an audit of your life. Um, I do this again every month, but I know that I share this before that I do this every month, but I know that for many people, it can be overwhelming to do this every month, but I think doing it every quarter is realistic. Even if you do it at the beginning of the year and now as this spring cleaning process and then maybe later in the fall, um, it's a great idea to once in a while be, do this life audit. Um, the challenge that we are faced with is not that we don't know how to start doing something or working on our priorities. What we typically struggle with is to identify where to start, what to focus on first, because again, we're so overwhelmed with so many things coming at us at any given point in time that we just don't know where to start and we get paralyzed. And that's where I think doing a live audit can be really, really helpful. Uh, when we do a live audit, what we're doing is we're taking a 30,000 foot view of our lives and our priorities, and we are reconnecting with our priorities and looking at our life from above versus being in the middle of all the cows that is going on around us where we can see past the next 30 meters ahead of us. So as I mentioned, I do this audit every month, but I'm not suggesting you do it on a monthly basis. If you have my 2021 Living Your Best Life Planner, this is one thing that is included in that planner. If you don't have the planner and you're curious about what this planner is, go to the link in the description of this podcast episode and it will take you to my 2021 Living Your Best Life Planner. And in my planner, I have this audit every month. But again, you don't have to do it every month. At least do it once now as part of this spring cleaning process. And basically what I do is that I audit 
key areas in my life. And I have identified six key areas in my life that I rank, I rate every month. And those are my health, my family, my friends and relationships, my work and my career. Number five is my finances. And the last one is myself. So when it comes to my health, I take in consideration things like my nutrition and my exercise and how much water I drink. And I rate my health from one to 10. One being I suck at it and 10, it's perfect. So typically it falls somewhere in between. It's never zero or 10, but something in between. The second one is family. So my relationship with my husband and my kids and my parents and my immediate family, how would I rate my relationship? Um, Then the third one is friends and relationships. And here, you know, I think especially because of the times that we're living with the pandemic, this is one that you know, we want to pay some attention to and be critical when rating, like, are we connecting with our friendships? Are we spending quality time with them? Um, And this is one personally that has deteriorated over the last year in some aspects and with some people has even improved. But again, I rate it one to 10 in general friendships and relationships. The other one is work and career, how satisfied I am with what I'm doing and how do I feel about my career and the opportunities for growth and the things, the projects that I'm involved at work and how satisfied I am. Then my finances. How would I rate my finances from one to 10? Uh, And then myself, this one has to do with my personal growth. How do I feel my mental health? Uh, How do I feel, do I feel centered? I will not say imbalanced because if you have listened to my work-life balance episode, you know I don't believe in work-life balance, but it's more about how centered I feel. So I rate all of these areas on a scale from one to 10. And then I also set a goal for the next month, or in this case, for the remaining of the year or for the remaining of the quarter, depending how often you want to do this exercise. And I set a goal. Let's say that I rate my health at seven. Then I will set a realistic goal for the next period of time. Where do I want to be? Maybe I want to be an eight. I want to go from seven to eight. And maybe in my friends and relationships, I'm a five and I want to go to a seven. Um, And I do that for all of them. And that is a life audit. I'm evaluating the key areas of my life. Then I do a life edit. Um, This basically... Um, We need to recognize where we are and where we want to be in the future. And this life audit is the very first step. So what I do is I use the life audit to select the one area of my life that I want to focus on. I talked about before that we're overwhelmed and we don't know where to start. We know what to do most of the time but we end up not doing what we know we should be doing because we don't know where to start because we have so many things going on. 
And the reality is that we can't focus on everything at the same time. So in the live audit, what I do is that I identify the gap between where I am today and where I want to be in the future. So basically, you subtract your where I want to go or where I want to be to where I am today. And that gives you a gap for all of these six areas of your life. And then I identify the one that has the biggest gap. And that is the one that I'm going to be focusing on for the next month or the next quarter or the next six months, uh, depending how often you want to do this exercise. You know, as I said, we tend to want to focus and improve and work on all the areas of our life at the same time. And that's why we feel overwhelmed and stretched to think. So Again, what I like to do is to pick one and only one to focus on for the next month or the next quarter. Um, and I pay attention and I focus on identify what would it take to move from the current state to the future state. Um, the thing is, a lot of times we want to make all these big changes in all the areas of our lives. So when we try to prioritize, they are also equal and small. It's like if you have a pie, right, and you have to divide it between six people, each piece of the pie is going to be relatively small. Versus if you just get one piece, you can get this big piece, this big priority. And I think we need to change our mindset from trying to take big actions with small priorities versus a mindset of big priorities and small actions. So the question that you need to answer for yourself is, in the example that I gave before, if on my health I rate it as a seven and I want to be an eight, and that is the biggest gap that I have, just as an example, what are specific small actions that I can take that will move me from my current state to my future state? And I think it's also important to try to visualize how that future state will look like. How would you like to feel when you reach that future state? And then try to visualize the steps that it will take you to get there. And that is basically your life edit. Here is specifically at this point where I have identified the gap and I'm trying to put a plan in place where I use my 90-day planning methodology that, again, you can find the details on the link on the description of this podcast. Once I identify what is going to be my next big priority for the next month or the next quarter, then I try to identify what things I need to subtract, what things I need to do less, reduce, eliminate from my life so I can create the space and the time to focus on the things that I said I wanted to focus on to close that gap in that area that I identify as a priority. And what I do here is I create a list of all the items that I need to remove from my life. I, I really encourage you to identify 
three things that you're going to stop doing or you're going to minimize or you're going to reduce in your life that is now taking up space and time that you could be using to focus on your priorities. And this is that concept of sprinkling as it best. I think another way to look at it is decluttering your life. And I think there are seven areas that we can use some decluttering in our life. One is we need to declutter our home and our office. This is about the physical space. Now that we're working home, one thing that I want to do this month of April is like declutter my office space. Because many times we are working on the day-to-day and papers pile up and we have you know, things everywhere. So I want to make sure that I declutter my space, the physical space where I spend most of my time. The other thing we want to declutter is our thoughts. What are some negative thoughts that we need to get rid of? What are some negative mindsets and negative paradigms that we have that we need to let go of? The other thing that you want to declutter is your diet. Um, regardless of what is the area of your life that you choose as a priority, I think that our nutrition can have a big impact in any of the areas of our life. So how can we clean our diet this month of April? Like what are the things that we can do to eat a little bit cleaner this month of April? The other thing that you can declutter is your relationships. I always mention this, that we are the combination of the five people that we spend the most time with. And I always tell you, do an audit of who is in your inner circle. Who are those five people? Maybe you need to do a little bit of decluttering of relationships and the people that you're spending most time with. The other thing that you might want to declutter is your goals and your dreams. This is a great time as we're starting the second quarter of the year to reconnect with our vision, with our dreams, with our goals, and make sure that they're still valid, that those are the things that we still want to pursue. And maybe there might be things that we can cross off our list that are not longer important So that list can be shorter and then it's easier to focus on the vital few things that are going to matter the most to us. Another thing that you might want to declutter is your finances. Uh, Maybe getting things organized so it's clear to you and you have a good transparent view of where you are in your finances. Another thing that you might want to declutter is your social media. I talk about this many times that once in a while we need to do an audit of our social media. What are accounts that you're following that are adding to your life, are creating a positive energy to your life? You want to follow those, but you want to unfollow any accounts that are creating a negative energy or they're creating thoughts of you not being enough or they're triggering in you things like comparison or other negative thoughts, you want to make sure that you declutter your social media from any accounts that are subtracting energy to your life, that are sucking your energy, that are creating negative thoughts or putting you in a bad mood after you watch them. Okay, the next step, we have now declutter, we have clean, we have subtract, eliminate, minimize things. 
in our lives. Now it's time to add new things. Now that we have created the space, now we can add new things. And here is where we need to go back to that life audit that I was talking about and the activities that we identify or the things that we identify that we would help us close the gap between where we are now and where we want to be in a month from now or three months from now. Um, What are the things that you need to invite, add, include, do more of in your life to help you close those gaps? Now, you need to be strategic about what and how you add those things into your life. You need to be very specific. Keep in mind that the things that will excite you, those are the things that you should focus on. So for example, if I said, my health is my biggest priority, and you have identified that to improve your health, you're going to start exercising. Don't go and do an exercise that you don't like. If you don't like the treadmill, don't try to add 30 minutes in the treadmill every day because that's going to suck. You're going to feel defeated, demotivated. You're not going to find energy in doing that. Instead, maybe you like to play basketball or you like to go swimming or you like to go hiking outside, outdoors. So try to be very strategic as to what and how you add those things in your life and try to add things that are going to add energy and excitement to your life that are aligned with your lifestyle and your preferences. If you say, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym three times a week, and that's my measure to close the gap, well, what if you don't have anyone to take care of your kids or your gym is too far away? You know that you're going to end up giving up and After a week, you're never going to go back to the gym or maybe the gym is closed because of the pandemic. I don't know, but you get the point. Be as specific. Keep in mind the things that will excite you that are aligned with your lifestyle, with your preferences. So then you're most likely to stick to those things. Um, All those things that you add to your life, once again, need to be aligned with that life edit that you made and that area that you identified as your top priority for the next month or the next quarter or the next six months. And then the next step that you want to do is gratitude. You know how I feel about gratitude. Like gratitude is a life changer. I started practicing gratitude on a daily basis as part of my morning routine about two years ago. Every day, as part of my morning routine, I write down the five things that I'm grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours. And starting my day with a gratitude attitude changes everything. Like the more that you practice gratitude, that more that you attract more things that you will be grateful for in your life. What you focus on expands. And if you start your day focusing on gratitude, that is going to expand throughout the day. You're going to be looking for things to be grateful for. You're going to be looking for blessings in your life. So if you want to learn more about gratitude, I did a whole podcast episode on the topic of gratitude. And I really, really recommend that you go listen to that episode if you missed it, or maybe you listened it like a year ago and you want to re-listen it. 
I think that as we do this spring cleaning in our life, we need to invite positive things in our lives as a result of having cleaned the things that are sucking our energy and taking space and time and not adding value to our lives. That's at the end of the day, the whole purpose of this spring cleaning is reconnecting with our priorities, identifying and narrowing down the one area of our life that we want to focus on, creating a vision of that future state, looking at current state versus future state, identifying what the gaps are, identifying one, two, three things that we can do to close that gap, then declaring our life, cleaning up our lives of all the things that are taking space and time and not adding value to our lives so we can create the space to add things that will add value to that area that we said is our priority for the next month or three months or whatever time frame. And then making sure that we're taking time to express gratitude, making sure that we end the spring cleaning with a gratitude attitude. And this is a great time of the year to incorporate such a practice in your daily routines. So that is my approach to spring cleaning your life. Um, This is the first episode of a series of podcast episodes that are going to follow around productivity and time management. I think that starting with the spring cleaning exercise sets up, sets the tone and sets up for success for going deeper into more tactical aspects of time management and maximizing productivity. And I might have a surprise or two coming your way around this topic of productivity. So with that, I hope that you liked today's podcast episode. If you did, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. While you're there, make sure that you subscribe so you get updates on new upcoming podcast episodes. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day. And I'll see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.